Well, hello, everyone. And I want to again say thank you for making the clicks to find this podcast. And uh, today we're going to be talking about worship in our church, but also worship in the body and worship uh, individually. And I'm excited about this podcast. We basically are doing podcasts so we can kind of get the bigger picture of what's going on in the body of Christ. And I want people to know that when you are a part of Peninsula, you're a part of something that's much bigger than what you just see on the surface, that God is doing a lot of things behind the scenes during the week. And so this podcast, I hope, will give us an opportunity to be able to catch a lot of that. But joining me today um, is Jeff Peckham, our worship pastor. And if we're talking about worship, it's kind of nice to have the worship pastor on hand, don't you think? I do. Hello. Hello. See, okay, we're good. See, all, right. all right. We we're have, set. I don't know what we just worshiped, but it wasn't what we were talking <laughs> about. Um, but Jeff, thank you for joining us today. Um, I just wanted to kind of just dive right in and talk a little bit about about worship kind of in general um, and kind of starting out with a scripture text from John chapter 4, verse 24. It says, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. And so I know that we get together on Sunday mornings and we call the hour for either at 9.30 to 10.30 or 11 to 12. We call that hour the worship service. Mm -hmm. And so people say, hey, where are you going? I'm going to worship today. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I don't think that's inappropriate, but I think there's, there's a bigger picture to worship. Um, and so what I'd like to do is take just a few moments uh, for our listeners to be able to hear kind of what worship is, um, how we worship. And then I want to talk a little bit about why we worship the way we do at our church, and then maybe end out what goes into preparing for that hour. Right. Even though we're saying that worship is bigger than that hour, I want us to also a little under, have an understanding of what goes into that hour so when people show up on Sunday, they know that the bigger picture of what God was doing behind the scenes mm -hmm. brought them to that particular, that particular Sunday thing. But maybe we can start out with... Um, uh, first of all, how how long have you been leading worship in your life? Um, I I think it goes back to I was just let me think about that. I think it's around two thousand or somewhere around around that point. I was given an opportunity at a church in Burlington, North Carolina, okay, um, to lead an, in a service and scared stiff about doing that. But oh, um, now, were you? Playing an instrument at that time? I was. So acoustic, I was an acoustic guitar player, and the church we were at had um, uh, so many different styles of worship at, on a Sunday morning, and so they were looking to add an acoustic. Um, gotcha. Some people argued that uh, acoustic shouldn't be in the church at that, but then we realized the piano has acoustic strings too, so we stopped that conversation quick. Yeah. So they were saying, hey, what about this Jeff guy? I heard he... Carries yeah. a guitar with him. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they uh, they heard they heard me lead in a small group, um, and so that was back in 1998 with uh, Pastor Mark Stewart, and he was like, you know, I'm preaching on uh, in March in 2000, and love to have you lead. And I was like, lead what? He said the worship music for the Sunday, and I was like, oh, for the church. And he was like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. So I've had to think through that, but um, found some. Songs I was I didn't know a lot of songs, but um, to play on guitar. But then I, I just did that. I took that opportunity and did that. And then from there, it's um, been always a part of me. It's morphed into it this. has, and so yeah. 
That's so, amazing. Yeah. That's, it, a, that's a good little story that I don't think many people knew behind the scenes of how you kind of got started. Yeah. I think I had hair that. back then too. So oh, I looked different. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so so you're, you're applying that here. Um, and then how long have you been at Peninsula? So since 2011. Okay. Yep. So just over, so just over 11 years here. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, um, that's awesome. And you do such a great job in planning. And, um, I'm always so looking forward to Sunday mornings to hearing the worship team and you guys yeah, lead. Got a great team, uh, very loyal and just people who you don't have to ask them twice. Can you, can you lead or play this week? They're always like, I'm in as long as I'm not out of town. And it's, it's been great to have that team behind yeah. me. That's good. And you do a good job on not only prepping them uh, instrumentally and vocally, um, you know, the team come alongside that, but you also do a good job of making sure that they understand the music that they're doing, the lyrics and what's behind that, leading them well and in, in understanding that, that they're not necessarily leading worship when they're up there, but they're worshiping. Mm-hmm. And just happen to be in front of everybody. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, last Wednesday we were um, playing through the music, and as we started getting ready to rehearse those songs, I we started the downbeat and we're into it. And I just said out loud, I was like, "Hey, um, let's worship God right now." Just as, and I said it for myself, but I said it out loud because I wanted everybody else to hear it. Because I was like, "All right." Whatever we're doing right now, even though we're trying to get things put together for Sunday, um, let's worship God right now, because that's obviously the most important. So wait a minute. You're saying that in rehearsal, you can worship? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that kind of brings up a question that I'm sure people have thought about before, and they kind of know the answer, but I think hearing it verbalized helps people formulate their thoughts. So... We call it worship on Sunday mornings, but let's talk a little about what worship is and what it mm. is not. Yeah. Um, you you started off with that verse, worshiping in spirit and truth. And um, uh, it was interesting. Growing up as a kid, um, I grew up in a family that uh, my mom was a, a choir director for a church in Raleigh, Providence Baptist Church. And so since 1978, I've always been kind of, in church and um, just going through that, being a part of it. And as a kid, um, to me, worship, I associated that worship was music. So for me, right. when somebody would say, let's worship, I'd be like, hey, what are we singing? And um, so that was just my understanding of it at that point. And then um, as I got older, uh, realizing that it's much greater than that. There's so many things. And one thing I heard um, back in the right after I started leading music for that church in Burlington was somebody said, you know, um, we're all created to worship. I was like, well, yeah, of course. And we're standing here in church. And he's like, no, every person ever made was created to worship. It's mm-hmm. like, okay. Yeah. So even the believing, the non-believing. So the question was, he asked me, he said, what are you worshiping? Are you worshiping the creator or the created things? And I went, that's a deep question to ask yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Do, but, um, do you need an answer right now? <laughs> all right, so I, I got slapped a couple times on the head with that one and uh, realized that I there's a lot I just was trying to process and learn about worship. Yeah, I think and the same for me when I realized, and I don't, know, I don't remember when it was, but when I realized you could worship without music, 
was kind of like an eye opener for me. Yeah. That worship was much bigger than any style of music or right. any type of music or any lyric in a song that right. worship was who I was supposed to be mm. before the Lord mm. and uh, worshiping him in, in spirit and truth. But worship does kind of go hand in hand with music. Why right. do you think that is? Why does why does why does music go hand in hand with worship well, I, of the creator? I mean it's there's something about singing, and I know not everybody enjoys singing. I, I know people who just, they would rather not open their mouth because right. they don't like the way they sound singing, and it's just not something that's fun for them. But there is something about singing a song that um, to God that draws us into a, into a grateful heart. I mean, I can sing a song some days of joy like where we're getting excited that we're together and we're singing songs together. And then there's sometimes when I hear a song or I start singing it where it's more of an inward song where you realize our need for our God and it is emotional. It's very emotional and it, it draws you into a place where I feel like there's a lot of um, you deal with your heart being calloused and um, hardened through different things, and those actually begin to break that down um, where your heart is before God. Yeah. And it, it just opens that that whole world, and then it seems like things change when I've uttered some lyrics or sing something. Right, and it kind of puts a framework around creating an environment. And I like what you said, draws you in. Mm. It draws you into it. kind of helps me personally shake off everything that I just dealt with mm. before I came in the room. Whatever it may be, a shoelace that's broken all the way up to, you know, major (laughs) things that's going on. But whatever I just dealt with, I come into the room and the music kind of sets that framework, sets the environment, Mm -hmm. um, you know, of of what I was doing. There's another scripture text in Psalm 103, 1. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul. But then the part that I tend to glaze over is the next line. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Mm. Um, so it's not just the vocal cords. Mm-hmm. It's my whole being coming before the Lord, uh, mm-hmm. you know, figuratively speaking, kind of laid out before him, worshiping his holy name and, and who, who mm-hmm. he is. And so, yeah, so worship is bigger than music, but music definitely sets a tone and environment, creates the ability for someone to kind of get their mind in the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, Right. I mean, it, it Sunday um, was one of the services I said out loud, hey, we've come in today and we might be dragging something with us uh, because I'm most Sundays I'm having to shake something off. Right. Um, it's just something that someone's done. I've done uh, something that has just it's maybe it's weighted or you heard news about like I heard a couple weeks ago, my aunt um, is dealing with cancer right now. And so you, you carry these things in, but then when you begin to just ask God to take these things um, away and singing, not take them away, but actually help you work through those singing to God begins that process. So when we come together and you start seeing other um, people around you that love the Lord or may have just, um, you know, followed Christ in their lives, you start saying, you know what, I'm not alone in this. And there's a lot. And when you start unifying and raising your voices together in that music part of the service, I think it's a great way to start the service, but it doesn't always, obviously we've talked about this. 
we could rearrange a service any way we want. Exactly. But yep. that music, a lot of times, it's coming in and just let's sing, and then your whole mindset, your heart, everything begins focus, focus, focus as we're together. Yeah, and so. Again, we've established that worship is greater than the music, but when you're coming together as a corporate body of believers mm-hmm. to worship the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, you want to establish it with music. I, I, I think from time to time, and I, I don't know that it's happened here recently or even at this church, but I remember in my past hearing people say something like, um, you know, they're coming out of the parking lot and you hear one person say, oh, we're late, and the other person says, oh, well, they're just singing. We'll be fine. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm thinking, but you're missing what that's about. You don't get what the singing is about. Right. You know, and so then you walk into a room and you see some people that are raising their hand, mm-hmm. you know, which we welcome. You know, we, we, we want you to be able to open openly mm-hmm. praise God. And you got some people with their arms crossed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wonder what's going, what's in their mind. Are they actually thinking about the lyrics? Are they thinking about their walk with the Lord? Or are they sitting there thinking, when can I sit down and relax? You know, I just wonder what's going on in someone's mind. I think some people may misunderstand the music at the beginning of the service is to set an environment to hear God's word. Yeah. And, and that we, we've had conversations about this. You, you've always asked me, uh, in planning music that when, um, finding songs, let's just make sure that the song's lyrics are just theologically sound that they're actually is truth in that that we're singing right. truth because we don't want to i mean obviously we don't want to get up there and start leading our congregation in singing a song that really is it is not true right and believe me there are some in some songs in the past that i used to to lead that were on that that level and i was like oh that doesn't that's not right yeah, because so, we um, tend to mem- remember, remember, that's uh-huh. what I'm trying to say, we tend to remember the concept that comes out of the music and we walk away with that. Right. Yeah, that's true. You go, you can, I've heard from many people over the years that say, that song we did, this one um, in particular, was with me all week. For some reason, I'd wake up in the middle and I couldn't sleep. I would sing that song we just sang on that Sunday. And it, and they say it ministered to me through the week. Mm. And then I started in the, per, a lot of the people say the lyrics, even I began to really worship and focus on those words and what it was asking me to say, like that verse you just looked at in Psalm, it's, you know, it's it, read it again and see what it's really saying. What is God continuing to say through those? Yeah. Let's talk for just a second. I'm going to shift gears on you just yeah. a little bit because something you just said made me think about this. Um, so worship comes from the individual. Right, and we do it corporately, um, and then we use terms in in today's church. We use terms like the worship team is leading worship today, um, and we use those types of things. I believe that's a little bit misleading because let's talk for just a moment. What's the responsibility of the worshiper? Because if I come, this is a little bit of a loaded question, and I hope it doesn't open up Pandora's box. All right. But if I come into worship expecting a certain style of music or a certain lyric or something that's going to motivate me to worship, um, is that a right attitude to come through the door with? Or what's my responsibility as a believer in Christ walking into the corporate body to worship? What's my responsibility? I didn't set you up for that one. So, Well, no, I, I, I think it makes me think I've actually thought of that before. 
because if if somebody comes into our church doors on a Sunday and they come in and then we're leading a song that maybe they've come from a different background on a type of church where maybe it was traditional, uh, contemporary, or even way more contemporary than what I feel like we do here. Um, it could, it could immediately be a place where they disengage. And at that point it becomes a, is that a stumbling block? I mean, at that point, is that person able to focus on God or is all of a sudden there's this big, um, block there. So Mm -hmm. I, it's interesting. You said that, um, back in, after I graduated from college, I had uh, a privilege of working at a missions organization um, for 10 years. And we traveled to many third world nations around. Um, and what we were doing is equipping um, the people that lived over there, walking alongside of them and giving them tools to help equip pastors, um, orphans, uh, working in orphanages and many things like that. So in these places, obviously it would it'd be in um, countries like Kenya, Zimbabwe, it could be in Nepal, in, in India, I traveled to. And when I would go there, I didn't know those languages. Right. But many times, as much as possible, whenever we were visiting somewhere, they would just open up the church doors and immediately have a worship service. Um, we were there, and it wasn't to worship us. It was a, we're going to worship together because God is doing great things here. Well, first thing, in Africa, in uh, Zimbabwe, we pull up in this uh, this church parking lot in the middle of nowhere. They had no windows in the church. It was just cinder blocks up. And um, I see these kids climbing up in a tree, this big tree with lots of limbs. And they're throwing down these, I thought was sticks, but what they were throwing down was seed pods that were about a foot long. And in there were seeds that were dried out. Well, if you shake them, it like, makes like a shaker. So they were actually grabbing instruments for the service and they were throwing them down and I thought, that's kind of neat. And we went in and immediately they started singing. And when I first got in there, I had no idea what they were singing. I didn't even know what they were saying. Yeah. And so my first thought was, it was kind of surreal because you're in a place like that that you're not used to. And I immediately was like, well, I don't understand what they're saying. Well, now I felt awkward because I couldn't even like I could sing anything. But I found at that place where I just started worshiping God. Um, I, I found a place where I could, I saw people praising God. I knew they were praising God. Right. And in my own heart, I was like, am I praising God? And I, at that point was thinking, I'm like frustrated because I don't understand what they're singing. I want to see something in English here for me. Um, but then I realized I can worship God through this. So I just started praising God. I would try to hum the song and through it, but I was trying, I was purposefully trying to find a way to worship God through that. So I can imagine a person coming in the door here that might be shut shut down to worship, it's a choice. We have to worship. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to either worship God or we're going to worship the created thing. Or we worship creator or the created thing. Right. And I think that's it's kind of a thing. But people come into churches all the time. And we don't know. Everybody comes from different situations and stuff. So sometimes it might be harder. Sometimes it might be easier. Yeah, well, the, the first... Uh international experience I had in a worship service in a church. The church was supposed to start at 10 o'clock in the morning. And uh, at 10 o'clock, you know, it was me and a few other of the mission team that I was with there present. And the pastor wasn't even there yet. And I'm thinking, oh, did they cancel it? What's going on? At 10.05, the pastor shows up and says good morning. And then, you know, 10.05, 
you know, 10 after 10, you know, he starts playing the piano. And then as the service was going on, other people came in with instruments. I think there was a flute player, a guitarist, a bass player. And then the very last person to show up was a drummer. You know, in today's concert world, that's kind of like, oh, cool. No, this is just the way they came in. But their worship as they walked through the door was instantaneous. Mm. Um, Some of them were coming up the driveway worshiping because they could hear the music. And they were already worshiping before they came through the door. And, And what hit me there was was they were not expecting anything from the people that were creating the environment. Mm. They were coming to the church to worship the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. That's where it hit me that Mm -hmm. I individually am required to have the mindset that I'm going to worship God today regardless Regardless. of what anybody else does. That's good. So it's a mindset. So I think people come to church, they need to understand that you walk through the door with the responsibility of today, I'm going to worship the Lord. It's a choice. All right, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. And not be distracted by other things. It's a mindset and it's a choice a of, of what we're doing. But having said that, we know that if you um, have followed the cultural norms for churches over the last 50 years... Um, you know, there have been some significant conversations about styles mm. of worship. Yeah. So yeah. without going down that road, because there's plenty of podcasts sure. out there about that, let's yep. talk about why do we use what we use here? Mm-hmm. Why why did we choose to go this route? Yeah. I, I mean, I I think it um, goes back with um, when I first came here, um, it was a a new new opportunity, right? I guess you bring bring on the guy who's going to help oversee the music part of your church. Questions are asked again. All right, so right. let's talk this out. Um, and I remember we would talk. We would have meetings talking about, because at this church at that time back um, 10, 11 years ago, there were um, three, two or three services. And in those services, each one was kind of structured different with different ways of singing music, whether it was traditional um, blended or contemporary. And I think there right. was at one point, it was three, there was three those, all three of those. You are correct. Um, and so I just, as we talked as pastors on staff, um, all of our hearts was for unification still is. I yes. mean, all of us unify, unify, unify. What can we do? What can God do through this? And, and I remember having conversations and we would say, how can we unify our church and make one type of music choice for our church? to sing through no no matter what hour you came to, you're going to sing the same ones that another hour sang. Right. And how can we unify through the singing of our voices? And I think that was the real heart. And that was the decision we um, made to move from having three different types down to one so that we could come together and unify ourselves as a church under, under the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so, I think when I first became lead pastor, one of the early on conversations that you and I had was, and your concern too, I was just echoing your heart mm-hmm. back to you. Um, let's make sure that we create an environment where it is conducive for our people to worship whatever genre God brings to it. So you put all music in a bucket and mm-hmm. whatever God brings to the top, if it happens to be a more traditional style hymn, and that's going to lead into the text of mm-hmm. the scripture or whatever it is, let's do that. Um, if it is, you know, a contemporary piece, let's do that. Let's do it well, mm-hmm. which you guys do. You always come out with excellence um, to the floor with worship music, and I greatly appreciate that. But you know, I was just wondering, 
you know, if you remembered that conversation oh, of yeah. how, I'm sure you did, because yeah. you got a lot of questions. And, yeah. And uh, we can get a little stuck in what we expect and what causes us to worship. Sure. But from my worship experience, I have been by myself and listening to a hymn and able to worship. Right. I have been in a room with 10,000 people and there'd be a big band on the stage Mm -hmm. and everybody disappears in my mind and I'm able to worship Mm -hmm. um, in those settings too. And two different styles of music. um, It's not about that because Mm -hmm. I think we have to remember that uh, Satan, Lucifer, is a worship leader. Mm -hmm. He desires the worship to him. Mm Mm-hmm. And at the very least, if he if he can't get the worship, he wants to stop the worship that we're doing to the mm-hmm. creator of the universe. And so I feel like that a lot of our discussions that we had of, well, I just can't worship to that music, um, whether it came directly from Satan or not, was a tool of his to thwart sure. or usurp the worship we were doing for the king of kings to kind of rob us of the joy of that. And worship. getting you busy on other things. Right. Right. So when it comes to worship, there's excellence. If you're going to do it for the King of Kings, you should do it right. Mm-hmm. Right. There's excellence. Um, there's choosing the lyrics that make sure it's theologically sound um, and that it fits the scripture text. And there's never going to be a question of why'd you sing that line? It doesn't right. make sense. And you and I've had questions before, you know, yeah. uh, even songs that are out on the, the radio. Sometimes I'll come in and I'll say, have you heard that song? Yeah. What you do know, you think about that? The song's great, except for that one line yeah. drives me crazy. Yeah. Um, so we've had those kind of discussions before. And we have that about the music that's coming um, in here as well. Um, but it's, again, it's uh, you guys should bring excellence, but the worshiper should come in to worship right? as well. It, that's our duty. I mean, every one of us is, I mean... For me, uh, sometimes Saturday night, um, you know, something will happen and I'm like, oh, just like it's throwing me off. And I'm thinking, I've got to, I've got to work through this Mm. um, because Sunday's coming and Sunday's coming because I know that that is a place where everybody's coming together as a church and um, I, I work through things. I mean, I, right. I'm constantly, mean, you, I know all of us, um, I, I don't, I know there's, there's maybe a perception out there that just because we're up there, everything's fine in our lives. Well, you know, we, we, we deal with the same things around too. And so, um, I, I do think that it is a choice that we, we need to come in and it's, it's a great reminder. I mean, all the time, every week I could be reminded, Hey, how am I choosing to worship today? Yeah. Yeah. So our worship takes us through our week. I view worship, and I think you do too, as um, the corporate body worship. Coming together on Sunday morning is not just a time to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords in that moment, but also a celebration of him getting us through another week. Yeah. You know? sure. Yeah, you say that and, many times on Sundays. You just, you just got us through another week. Uh, we're yeah. dealing with some really crazy things we're having to navigate. It's a great hour to unplug from mm-hmm. out there, but also be mindful of what's out there and allow the word to speak to us through through that and in that everything. So let's talk for just briefly. Um, how does a Sunday morning worship time come together? How, mm. how does it, what are you looking at when you're pulling it together? 
Mm-hmm. I know you use a, a software called Planning Center, so right. you're kind of like putting the framework around that and everything. But how does it come together? What makes you choose the songs you choose? Right. Um, and what do you base that on? And then even up to the amount of time allotted for preaching. Yeah. I mean, I try to give you as little as time possible, but um, for that, preaching. So yeah, you're the uh, reason uh, we've been in Genesis for yeah, so we, yes, long. Yes, it's actually the music fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Sunday mornings, um, it's interesting because the the church, when we come together, there's so many different elements and pieces that that may show up like seasonally, like we have Easter coming up, April right. 17, and we've got certain things that we definitely need to cover in that time. And, you know, the time seems so short and it is to kind of pack it in. But you don't want it to feel packed either. So right. part of it is just, you know, as we talk, we start hearing that we've got this baptism. Um, Adam Moore just came in uh, the office this morning and said, hey, I added on Planning Center uh, a, com- a member commissioning at the end of this week. because we've got several new families coming through the church and we yeah. need to Amen. have an opportunity. So things like that kind of you can I used to think years and years and years ago. Well, all I got to do is sit down with the lead pastor, find out what he's going to do for the next year, and I can map it all out in Excel, and I'll have it down, everything we're going to have to do, and that does not work. Because, I mean, <laughs> it's some Sunday mornings, as much as we plan, something comes up, and it's like, oh, we need to make an adjustment here. And right. Uh, right. it doesn't happen often, but there are some moments like that. But um, with music, um, a lot of times I'm, I'm constantly um, – looking to see what kind of music is coming out. And that's where I'm usually during the week, I'm listening through, I'm looking at lyrics. I'm trying to see, does this song for one, is it something that's worshiping God? Um, There's a song we're doing this week, new called um, one and only Jesus. And it's by uh, vertical worship. And um, I'm really excited about it because I love a song that says the name of Jesus. Yeah, that we can yeah. sing the name of Jesus. And so it's another one of those songs that we'll get an opportunity as a church to do. So that is one lyrically that was just like, oh, this is a great one to get behind and actually sing with other people around you and then have it in your head during a week because it's that reminder. So if I can find a song like that and then bring it back again a week later and then maybe a third time, usually by that third time, most people have heard at least once, maybe twice, maybe three times. And that gives us a chance to, as a church, to sing through that and get familiar with it where right. we can. So coming in on a Sunday, it's not trying to get used to a song. It's, oh, I know the song. I'm going to worship right now with it in my heart. Um, so some of the music is done that way. I do look at other churches around and I try to see, because I don't want to miss um, great things that are going on in other churches. Right. And so right. I try to see what what are they a part of. And it gives, it gives me a better picture of what's going on around. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of plays into it as well. Um, things like that. I mean, for the music part of picking it. And then sometimes you'll say, hey, this week um, I'm, we're in Genesis. That'll be for the next 10 years, right? right. I'm in Genesis uh, chapter 13, and we're going to be talking about this. And sometimes that actually helps me rethink what I had down for the final song, or it gives me an idea that um, – that what we had is going to work. Um, but every, every time there is nothing I can claim on this one. Every time God works through, um, that last song is always blowing me away because 
there's something in the service, 930, we're sitting in there and you say this word or this thought process. And I'm like, oh, that lines right up with the song lyrics we're getting ready to sing. Yeah. And not, not every Sunday are you up there thinking, okay, I know this song's coming next. I'm going to say these words to match it in, but it's right. just where God's leading. It's there. where he's leading. And it's such strong validation uh, in that I've been blown away by some of the, some of the songs at the beginning of the service mm. is such a wonderful foundation and set up for what's about to be said. Mm. And I, and I, I wish there was a way I could turn to everybody in the congregation and say, wait, 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 stop. Let's, Let's sing the song again, but know that God's word's going to speak to us on this very topic. Yeah. You know, it's hard to hard to see. And that's part of it, too, is, is God leading into that. That same validation of, you know, I'm speaking in the book of Genesis, and I feel God's leading us in the book of Genesis. And I'm wondering, is Genesis, you know, what does he want us to do with this? And then mm-hmm. I start hearing other pastors across the nation who are going through the book of Genesis, and I'm thinking— Okay, God wants us to go through the book of Genesis as, as a church, as a global wide, church. A global church. Yeah. It makes me wonder how many churches of the nations around the world are actually going through the book of Genesis because that's where the Spirit's yeah. leading and it's, it's teaching us um, so much. And I've, I run into people all the time, you know, from all over, and they'll say, oh, yeah, our, our church did Genesis, you know, last year, or they're mm-hmm. doing it now, or we're getting ready to go into it. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. wow, that's what such strong validation. It's what you're saying about the 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 music as well. And so I think what we're driving at is Sunday morning worship service is a total hour experience from the downbeat of the first song to the last beat of the closing song and everything that happens in between it is the corporate body coming together to build one another up in unity of worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords as a celebration of our worship that was supposed to have taken place during the week. Well said. I think that's kind of yeah. kind of what we do. And, and so worship service at a church, at a local body of believers, uh, takes precedence. It, it takes, um, it, it trumps everything. It, mm-hmm. Everything else comes in second place to that. Uh, you don't want to get in the way of the worship time. Right. As a corporate body. Right. There are other things that happen. We have connect groups. We'll talk about that in, a, in an episode to come. We'll, you know, there's uh, equip time on Sunday evenings. We're going to be talking about that in an episode to come and why we do that and those types of things. But worship um, is, is key. I remember when I would do Sunday morning live back when I was a youth pastor, I always called the youth area Studio B. And then finally, somebody asked me, why do you call it Studio B? And I said, because Studio A is when the body comes together to worship that's the King good. of Kings and Lord of Lords. That's why. Yeah. And so that's the thought process I've always had yeah. behind it. And, and I was asked recently, What's, what is the thing that I love most about my job? And I was like, well, that's kind of really hard to pin anything down. But if I had to pin something down, my answer would be Sunday mornings mm. because I'm with people. I'm with the body. I'm with you guys who are yeah. pre- preparing an environment for worship. We're getting around God's word and, um, you know, we're walking through this together. So, yeah, so that's good. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of, kind of my heart on that. So that's kind of worship in a nutshell, why we do it, right. how we do it here. Um, the, the nuts and bolts, uh, as much more than what was explained here in this podcast. I know there's a lot of little small details that people just are completely unaware mm-hmm. of. Um, that happens, you know, the, the 
getting volunteers together, understanding mm-hmm. instrumentation. How's a song going to transition to, from one song to the next? Uh, Replacing is, an it, instrumental part when it breaks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All those little things that happens along the way. The the presentation that's going to happen on the screen. Yeah. You know, All uh, the, media the is balance of the sound, which we're constantly working with. The balance right. of the lights is happening in the room. The the ushers that are going to be helping, you know, get people where they need to be. The mm-hmm. deacons who get the communion ready. Um, the deacons who help get the baptistry ready, all those things are just yeah. a lot going into it, a lot of you know prep ahead of time so that the body can come together and have a good experience. Right. And so and, and, and a focused experience where right. if we can minimize distractions as much as possible, I think that's our job always, you know. So yeah. in so in a nutshell, you can fill this in for me if you want to, if I miss anything out. In a nutshell. Uh, we're all created to worship. When we become a believer of Christ, our call is to worship the creator of the universe. Correct. Our worship should take place every day, mm-hmm. and Sundays should be a culmination of the local body coming together to celebrate the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And then the the world around sees the, that unification on Sundays of, of the body of believers coming together and I'm sure you've got a podcast coming up soon on the church, probably. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, that's it's exciting. It's it's great to be a part of, and it it is family. That's why we say a lot of times it's God's family. We're coming together, and we don't see each other necessarily during the weeks, but when we come together, it's showing the strength in numbers because of what God's doing. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, if you've been listening to this and you've followed all the way through to this time and you're listening now, there may still be some questions you have in your mind about the worship, uh, particularly here at Peninsula, but worship in general. Uh, feel free to send all of your questions, comments, and snide remarks to jeff.peckham. Oh, I was going to say adam.gibbs. But, <laughs> okay. okay. I, you and I both were thinking along the same well, line yeah, of giving somebody, somebody else. else's email address. <laughs> yeah, that started in the garden, didn't it? It did, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Passing the buck. <laughs> Seriously, uh, send us your questions, your thoughts, uh, anything that you have in mind about it, because worship is something that can kind of help us um, stay sane in this insane world uh, and it can help us navigate the tough waters that we face. So mm-hmm. thank you for all you do. Thank your worship team for all that they do. Um, and uh, let's uh, not in perfection, but hand in hand, arm in arm, continue to worship our Lord. Amen. So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, catch you on the next time. Hope you have a blessed day and be safe out there. <laughs>